your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard. I am Doug McKnight here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle, we're ready for summer to end and fall activities to begin. Well, I don't know if we're ready for it, but it's going to happen, whether we're ready for it or not. The oh. kids, kids start band camp this week, so. I think we're ready for it. I mean, you aren't home with them all day. I kind of like having them at home. Man, this sounds so much different than when they were younger. Yeah. Yeah, now they leave you alone more, though. Yeah, they sometimes sleep in or they get up early on their own to run. They're all different. All the children are different. All right. Well, today we're going to talk about guaranteed cabins and what exactly those are and how they are and why they are. All the things, all the, the W's as to guaranteed cabins. So stick around for that. But first, Apple Podcast Reviews. No new five-star review to read this week. So if you want us to read your five-star review, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. And of course, you know, if you're liking the show, share an episode with a friend. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, please do. Yes, if you have somebody that you know is thinking about cruising, send them an episode. Let them know we exist. All right. Moving on to everyone's favorite part, the word of the day. And once again, it's not a single word, so before you make fun of me, Michelle, for picking this word, I'm just going to make fun of myself. It's two words. The two words of the day, Lido Deck. This is where you define it. Okay. The name comes from Italian roots. Oh. Yeah. A Lido refers to a public outdoor swimming pool or a beach where people gather to swim. According to... The Lido deck is traditionally the ship deck that is home to the outdoor swimming pool and adjacent bars and dining options. Sounds accurate. Yeah. yeah. The pool deck. And some cruise lines even call it that. Yeah. So if someone's saying like, oh, go up to the Lido deck and you're like. No, like on the deck plan. Like oh, they don't say deck gotcha. six, deck 10. They say Lido deck. So like Hall in America, Carnival. I'm sure there's more, but like Disney just says, you know, deck 10. Right. But this, so this is actually a useful word of the day today. Yeah. Because you then you can like go like, oh yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pretend and then figure it out. All right. Lido deck. Word of the day. The pool deck, basically. All right. Moving on to the news. There's some cruise news this week, Michelle, and it is brought to you by BackToTheMouse.com. Go check out BackToTheMouse.com's website for lots of great stateroom photos Lots of menu updates, gym things, the least expensive cruise every month type of thing. So here we go. News. We have several things. First up, we discussed the Bohemian tax increase oh, about a month ago or so, something like that. So just a, a reminder going into effect of January 1st in the Bahamas. Like, for example, tax will go from like $18 to $23 per person. And then if you're on a private island, it's even a bigger jump if the ship doesn't go to anywhere else. So say you just go to one of the, like, perfect day at Coco Cay, the it's like 30 bucks or something. I don't have that in front of me because I'm a poor journalist here. You need to go to Nassau and the private island to avoid the big one. But prices are going to jump for Not Nassau. jump, but they're going to just go up a little bit. Yeah, jump. It's a jump. Hop? No, a jump is a big increase. I don't this jump is a very small high. Increase. I mean, I if don't you jump have a high. family of five, it's going to be a little bit more. But okay, honestly, Nassau is going to tax you a little more. And there's several different taxes, and they go into effect at different times. But we have our first indication of what some cruise lines are going to do with this. 
This is where you come in to save me from this news, Michelle. We were notified this week by Royal Caribbean that they are passing that tax on to the guest. This is already booked guests. Yeah. So where we say that, you know, everything, once you lock in your deposit, you know, it's not going to go increasing. Well, it's always subject to taxes and fees increasing. So unfortunately, your travel agent may be passing on a an updated cost for you it's not going to be huge like i said but it just will be an increase i don't think it's going to make anyone cancel their cruise but i just wanted people to be aware that we did find out royal caribbean is passing along the cruise the tax to their guests and not absorbing it into the stuff they've already paid right and so this originally was supposed to happen july 1st which was like pretty imminent they did kick the can down the road because obviously the cruise lines were like hey that's a lot of like stuff real quick so it's now january 1st 2024 which kind of makes more sense and also the so it goes from 18 dollars to 23 but for those private islands it went from 18 dollars to 25 can we call that a jump no all right fine you're no fun you don't price like the increase jump. all right shall we move on yes moving on there's gonna be a comic-con themed cruise and doug's gonna go am i and i am not February of 2025, on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas out of Tampa Bay. And it'll be a four-night cruise, I believe. This is sounds fantastic. Although there's basically zero details of who's actually going to be on the cruise. It says lots of different Comic-Con favorites. There'll be trivia. There'll be panels. There'll be shows. Basically, a great way to interact with people and all kinds of fun stuff to do basically comic-con on the seas it'll leave from tampa go to cozumel i'm guessing the rest of it is days at sea because on a cruise like this i think you would want lots of days at sea to do all the comic-con activities however this is really weird news considering comic-con just happened and it was the weirdest comic-con ever because of the writer strike and the actor strike none of those people were there so basically the comic-con was populated with um comic book writers and video games it was so weird weird coverage of the comic-con i feel really bad for the person that's never been and they traveled across the country to go to san diego for their first ever real comic-con and then poof okay we're not a comic-con show sorry michelle she's rolling her eyes no but continuing on with the themed cruises you're just taking over this news one huh i am you are okay. yeah do you know anything about it i know that my father seemed really excited about it I mean, he did. He, he knew everything. He did, and it I had already heard concerning. about it. But um, Norwegian Cruise Line, Norwegian Jim, will be sailing on a Hallmark Christmas cruise themed uh, cruise themed cruise, November fifth through the ninth, twenty twenty four. So a month and a half after they start showing Christmas movies, they show them year round. Okay, so it's so not that joke's no, not even no. Work. And so there will be some actresses and actors on there. They do not. Um, they have not said who is going to be on it. They don't know, I don't think. So they still have to do that. But well, if they're they will, on strike, it's going to be really hard. They, I mean, it's a year. It's over a year away. Let's uh, hope that they come the to an agreement. If the actors are still on strike in a year, we're all just done. We have entered the dystopian future we're all afraid of. No entertainment. But they are going to premier, premiere a new Hallmark Christmas movie on the ship. Oh my gosh! So I, mean, I bet all the actors that are in that are on the ship too. I bet that's a key. Yeah. thing they're trying to do although probably hopefully this new christmas movie is already filmed although they can probably crank those out in like an afternoon yeah. right they got to be short production times so are you gonna 
book a spot? Can you book it? You have to win it. How is this working? They already have a waiting list. A waiting list? <laughs> yeah. I kind of availability wonder, is sold out. I kind of wonder on the Comic Con one. This just got announced even more recently, and it it could already be sold out. I could be telling you old news. I mean, like they obviously had the demand for this, so I guess maybe they'll do it again. Maybe they'll do another one. We'll see. Right? Oh yeah. All right. More news. The EU, and their infinite wisdom, enacted some new rules for travelers from the United States and lots of other countries. It's not just the U.S., just to make that clear. So this begins in January 1st of 2024. You're, it's the, okay, the ETIAS, which that stands for, is the European Travel Information and Authorization System. That's a mouthful, isn't it? So... Basically, you have to get a visa to go to Europe now. You didn't have to in the past. Your passport was good enough as long as you had six months worth of time after you went or after your travel dates left on your passport, you were good. Still have to have that six months of still good passport. But now before you go, you have to apply online for this. It says most decisions made instantly. All right. And they come back right away to you. Um, sometimes it can take up to two weeks if additional information is requested. So it ties to your passport. Your ETIAS number is good for three years or if your passport expires in less than three years. So thoughts? They're actually telling you to do this before you get your room or your cruise to make sure you can do it. But honestly, I feel like that's only for like last minute things like... Yeah, don't wait on this. I. But also, if you're booking your cruise like two years out, I don't know that you need to do it then. Right, and if say you have a cruise, make sure it's for just refundable. Summer know. of twenty four, fill this out in the next couple weeks. I wouldn't fill it out today because this just happened. I don't even know if you can fill it out. Although maybe this system already exists for other countries are doing this, so it's now just Americans need to do this, and so. It, the system's probably already in place. Now I'm speculating. I apologize. He's running circles is what he's doing. No, if you, obviously the cruise lines, if you are booked on a cruise, the cruise lines are going to send out information about it and us as travel agents, me as a travel agent and my colleagues, as far as I know, we have not gotten any any correspondence yet because they're probably trying to figure out like where to direct you, making sure everything's final. So yeah. don't don't panic. It's just know that you might have to do more paperwork. And the EU has been talking about doing this for a long time. They've just kind of been kicking the can down the road. And they finally passed it, evidently. So, yay, more paperwork to do. So don't worry. It's no big deal, I'm sure. All right. Ready for the show? Yep. Ready for the show. We're going to talk about guarantee cabins. Some people love the heck out of these. Other people despise them like the plague. I don't know where we fall on this category, Michelle, because... I haven't personally, you have never put me in a guarantee. No, because you, there's things that we'll talk about that you cannot be in a guarantee for. I am special is what yes. she's saying. I am precious. So if you're not very precious, maybe this is for you. So Michelle, what is a guaranteed room? A guaranteed cabin on a cruise is like a cabin that's been offered at a lower price by the cruise line. It means the fare and the category are guaranteed, but the cruise line has not assigned a particular like space on board for it yet you're going to find out your room as you get closer to the cruise so is it more like booking a hotel room like how you like i want a king room 
And then you get there and you find out which room you have. That's what, that's how I would compare it. Yes. Yes. Because normally when you book a hotel room, you don't know exactly what room number you're getting. You can put in requests, but you aren't necessarily guaranteed it until you check into the hotel. Where like when you book a cruise, you're picking a specific room. So this would be the scenario where you don't pick that room, you pick a category, but then they just slot you in wherever they want. Yeah, basically. Yes. Okay. Okay. Is that the whole definition of a guaranteed cabin? Is that all we're looking at? I mean, basically. So based on like the the hotel manager on board or the revenue manager on board the cruise ship, right? They have a, you know, a certain probability or the knowledge of how many rooms are sold and how many could be upgraded to a different category if those rooms aren't sold type of thing. So they are putting this probability in and when it gets to a certain point, that's when they assign a status as guarantee. Now there's different kinds of guarantees though. Okay. Because <laughs> you look confused. I am confused. So is a guaranteed cabin the same thing on every cruise line? No, they're they're all going to be different because obviously they have different rules for booking. They have non-refundable deposits. They have um yeah, they have other they have different things that separate them. So they're all going to be different. But what I'm referring to is that there is a guarantee category. So say okay. like an inside room. Okay. If you book a a guaranteed inside room, it just means you're going to get an inside room or higher. Or on, higher. So I could end up with a balcony. Yes. Now, Ooh. there's another specific, there's another more specific category inside the inside category. Inside the insides? Oh, dear. Oh. It's more, it's, it's more confusing to explain, I feel like, you know, over the airwaves than in print. In print. Yeah. Got you. you. She's using her hands a lot, folks. <laughs> So, so inside inside cabins, so see like Royal Caribbean, right? They have different categories inside the inside category. <laughs> see? I feel like there's a joke here, and it's similar to, Michelle, what side of the chicken has the most feathers? The outside. That's right. Okay. Okay. So within, you can say I'm booking an inside, but then there's a subset subset that's the under word. the inside that's category the yes so we don't have to go inside the inside we can do a subset of the inside sure okay so they have like royal caribbean has one v two v three v four v that i can remember okay. categories inside okay <laughs> within mm -hmm. the inside room category okay so you can also book a guarantee there okay but that is just guaranteeing you that that category specifically so then you would be put in any of those rooms that match that category and inside would be it could be any of those so say you were going to book a 2v at a guarantee you're in going to be in that 2v category now if you book a regular inside guarantee that is going to give you either 1v 2v 3v or 4v oh. so it's a broader term now guarantees like that gets you that whole big category of the inside, usually those are going to be non-refundable. So that's going to be honestly your big difference between the regular inside guarantees or the category guarantees inside. And that's just on Royal. Um, no, they actually all have them. Oh. 
Most most major cruise lines do. Um, for our general purpose, we've always said we kind of just do like the four four categories that we yeah. are familiar with because I don't feel like we should talk about something that we aren't familiar with. So we do Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, and Norwegian. Okay. So on those. Yes. Bang. Got it. Yes, but like okay. you asked. What there, did I ask? There are different. There are differences <laughs> inside each cruise line. Well, I keep using the word inside, but inside is what we're talking about, so I should probably... Within, within each cruise line, there's some differences. So what are those differences? Well, obviously, they're going to have different names, Okay. right? Because... Fanciest with your category letters and numbers that you like to say to make yourself sound really smart compared to me. I don't, and it's probably more confusing, but sometimes you aren't actually given these actual categories until, you know, you actually book it or you get to the final stages of booking, oh. so... They keep right? it concealed? Like a mystery? Sure. Okay. So DCL, Disney Cruise Line, they have three different like big categories. So balcony staterooms are, which is actually a veranda. Staterooms are VGT, so veranda guarantee. Oh, But it's sneaky. actually just two words. So oh. GT is, yeah. Uh-huh. Guarantees one yeah. word? What? Yeah. yeah. Guarantees one yeah. word. Got it. Ocean View Stateroom is an OGT and right. interior or inside for Disney is IGT. So, I mean, that's pretty... That makes sense. Yeah. V-O-I. I can follow that. Okay? Good job, Disney. I hope all the codes yeah. are like this. Yeah. They're all going to be like this? Where, you know, it's like an acronym. I remember, like, there is the other subset inside these, right? Uh-huh. So you could have, let's say, on Disney Cruise Line, an 11A would be the stateroom category, and then you would have a GTY inside that inside category. Okay. Within. Um, Royal Caribbean, they, I mean, it's pretty close, right? So a suite or deluxe is WS. WS is their guarantee. That tracks. WS, okay? But then balcony is XB. Ocean view is YO. Interior is ZI. Okay. Okay? Yeah, totally. That. The O for ocean view, the I for... Yeah. But Interior, they don't the use the balcony, same letter. They but the go first letter is different for fun. Right. Yeah. All right. Moving okay. on to celebrity. Got this it? It's going to line up just like Royal, right? They're the same company. I mean, you would assume, right? The WXYZ. I mean, it's close. It's close. Okay. So celebrity for suites, it's just a W. Oh, we got rid of the S. Balcony, it's X. Got rid of the B for balcony. Now, now, Celebrity has a couple different classes that Royal Caribbean doesn't. Mm-hmm. So they have concierge class, so that's XC, okay, because it's still okay. a balcony. Okay. And then you have Aqua class, which is still a balcony, mm-hmm. so it's XA, okay? Okay. Ocean view is Y, and interior is Z. Is there any reason I ever actually need to know these codes? I mean, if you're going to book your own cruise, yeah. Oh. Right? That's... I'm guessing some of the listeners are booking their own cruises. Well, they might not now. They might be like, Michelle, please help. Okay. And then last but not least, NCL. Now, NCL, here's a here's a curveball for you. They don't call them guarantees for the big categories. They call them call- sailaways. That doesn't make any sense. It's a sailaway rate. So, like, you don't know your room until you're sailing away? Like, when we went to Europe in 2022, they're like, get on the ship. You don't have a room. No, it's just called sailaway rate. Okay. Here, okay. Here's the, the caveat to that. You cannot get free at sea with the sail away rate. Ooh. So. So you got to do math? Do some math because the free at sea isn't actually free because you do have to pay the taxes on those extra fees. 
or extra promotions like we've talked about in the past. So, I mean, yes, it might be higher, but the value might not be there. Oh, because your tax is lower because the overall bill is lower. Right. With a free at sea, you're paying the whole right. fare so do the math. tax plus the tax on your drink package, your internet package. And gratuities. And gratuities. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. For the dining and the, yeah. Okay. I All can right. see your point there with, dude, that's a lot of math. Yeah. I don't math. And then they call theirs very similar. It's BX for balcony, OX for ocean view, and IX for interior. Okay, so they're just X's all across other than the balcony, ocean view. Okay. Yeah, so Disney's the weird one, you know. Why wouldn't they be? Right. So, I mean, that's just kind of a summary of those four cruise lines. So those four obviously all have guarantee options. Okay. Okay, that I'm kind of following... So what's the deposit situation like on all of these? You said they're non-refundable on some, but not on others. Like, does that change a lot from thing to thing? From cruise line to cruise yeah. line? Yeah. Yeah. So Disney, when you book one of these VGT, IGT, OGT, you have to pay in full. It's non-refundable. You can't make changes um, to, like, the passengers that are sailing. You can't, um, you can't um, transfer... Well, you could transfer, but you can't um, turn a reservation that you already have into this kind of reservation. So you have to cancel and rebook. Disney Cruise Line's great because they just transfer the money over. I've had Royal do one, one, one day, no, the next day. So Disney Cruise Line, in summary, when you book one of these special rates, it's non-refundable. Full, everything's due at the time you book, okay? Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, it's not due all the time you book, um, but it is you, It is non-refundable. So you put down this deposit in one of these guarantee rates, it is non-refundable. Now, okay. if you do it inside of these rates or inside of these categories, so for example, you're picking the like specific category, which might be in like a certain deck or a certain area of the ship, like a midship room, right? You are guaranteeing that but it's not it doesn't have to be non-refundable so if you book a guarantee inside it can be refundable and it's usually not due all of the time of booking okay got it why should i book one of these rates well obviously it's a lower cost right that's that's the the cruise line is pulling you towards that so they have more flexibility about where guests are so it's usually, I mean, check the math though, but it's usually a lower cost. So that's why people book it. Okay. So to save some money, um, what about, you know, we kind of mentioned like you're guaranteeing at least a certain stateroom level. Do people often get upgraded? There are some upgrades. I wouldn't put, you know, your eggs in that basket for sure, unless you're comfortable with all the other restrictions of this of this rate, but there are some upgrades. So not necessarily something to bank on. Like you book it inside, don't go into it thinking you're gonna get ocean view. Right. Or a balcony or concierge or something. Right. Like that would require all the inside rooms to be full before you get moved up a category. Right. So that makes sense. Basically if you can sleep anywhere, like if you never have a problem, you know, sleeping anywhere and you're super flexible and you want, you know, the most, like to stretch your dollar for the most bang, 
and a guarantee room might be good for you. Are these more prevalent the closer to the sale date or the further away from the sale date? Like where is it a better bang for your buck? Usually it's closer to the sale date when you can get these, although sometimes they close them as well. So even oh. if like guarantee fills up, they're going to close that as well. So a very, very popular sailing might even close pretty far out at a guarantee option. One reason why you might book it or another reason why you might book it would be because you know, you just got your kids um, sports schedule and they don't have a basketball tournament that week. Like that's your, you just figured out we're not going, you know, to this tournament. So, hey, we've got a week free. So that, I mean, that could be, and you know, you're willing to take whatever room you got just to get on the ship. Because that's what's left basically. Yeah, basically. And so even the popular sailings, do they do guaranteed rooms? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's never a guarantee. <laughs> no pun. <laughs> it's never... I can't even think of another word other than guarantee. Why can't For I? certain. <laughs> I'm really bad at this the Thoris thing. Thesaurus? Thesaurus. 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 Did you just say Lasaurus? Thesaurus. I'm really so. bad at this. Anyway, they're not guaranteed on <laughs> on every cruise. But as certain categories fill up, does the cruise line might throw in throw in the guarantee just to give them yeah. some flexibility. Yeah. All right, so that's why you should book one. I, the main thing I heard is saves you money, right? Yeah, that's I mean, really that's... The big, and honestly, it can be significant money sometimes. Like, what are we talking sometimes? It's, it varies? It really varies. I mean, we're talking about it could be a three-night cruise. It could be a ten-night cruise. You can't, like, you can't put a price it's on... It's like putting you on the spot and, like, because you love it. like, if there's four people in the room or two people in the room... All right, seven night a... with four people in the room, going to the Caribbean, on Disney Cruise Line, Go. We're going to save about $752. I'm just kidding. That is not a thing. That is not that is a so thing. so precise number. It is not a thing. You cannot guess guess it because they're Every sailing is different. Yeah, every, yeah. Christmas week there. I just said what week. It's still not, no. All right, fine. You can save money. There you go. But how about the other side of the coin? I can save all this money, but why wouldn't I want to? Why shouldn't I book one of these? Well... It's non-refundable usually mm. and that's i mean that's a big thing i mean lots of people cancel trips it turns out yes lots of people cancel trips and they do not care any kind of story or heartbreaking thing happened they, i mean it's in the terms and conditions so there is yeah yeah they don't care they'll be like oh, i should have got travel insurance and even then no matter what your story is travel insurance may not care either right Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, so that's the ref non-refundable deposit. But the other big thing on the coin here is... Or, or non-refundable rate. Like, rate? so Disney Cruise Line, all all of it. Oh. Yeah, we already talked about that. You weren't Where listening. Where was I? I don't know. I said the whole, you, the whole thing is due at the time of booking and non-refundable. No name changes, no date changes, no nothing. I might have not been listening very well. <laughs> Obviously. I missed that little nugget. I hope everyone caught that earlier. That's a lot. So you wouldn't get any of that back? <laughs> no, I already Ouch. said this. Okay, get well, there's the one insurance. reason not to do that. That stresses me out for other people. All right. The thing that bothers me the most is you don't know what room you have. When do you find out? It seems to vary in our Facebook cruise groups, which are a wealth of knowledge. Not. But, you know, it's like the month leading up to the cruise, everybody that books one of these is like in a panic. Right. So, I mean, if, if you can't handle with not knowing where you're going to be on the ship, then definitely don't book this. 
you might not find out until a couple days before sailing. I think on our last cruise, there was one lady that asked every day if other people had found out yet. Yeah. And I think the lady asking was like the last one to find out too. Yeah. It's like Disney knew they were messing with her. But like, I get it. I would like to know where I'm at. Not that you can change it either once you find out because you signed up for that. Yeah. So what type of really nice rooms are available that they fill? I mean, the way I see it is like when you don't pick your seat on an airplane, you're asking for a middle seat. Right. That's what's left empty. Right. So what's the middle seat of a cruise ship? Well, it could be under the theater. It could be under the kids club. It could be over the nightclub. I mean. We could also be over the kids club and over the theater. Yeah. Um, Those were just examples. One that we have personal experience with because our room got moved around. Right across from the laundry. Doesn't sound that bad right on the surface. It is gossip. So noisy. Yeah. So noisy. It wasn't as noisy on the fantasy. I noticed that it didn't, when I went down there to iron things, there was no one ever chatting. It was almost a little sad. Like, maybe just the, the camaraderie. Yeah, or our floor was just a bum floor, maybe. I don't know. It might have been. Come on, fantasy. Get, right. get chattier. But yeah. the magic, like you want to learn the, no. the gossip on the ship, you go hang out in the, the doorway of the laundry room and talk. Because it's loud, so you're going to talk loud and... You also may be really far away from, like, an elevator. Or you might be really yeah. close to the elevator. Either or could be bad, depending on where you need to be for mobility concerns. Probably or... some accessibility rooms that are left empty because they don't book those until people need them, and then they end up empty. Yeah. So you get, like, the shower that, you know, doesn't have a lip on it. Therefore, the whole bathroom is now the shower, too. Um, different from ship to ship, surely. but um, So that's another one that you might... Yeah. What about if you're traveling with people? Like, we've had adjoining staterooms, right, with our kids. So can we book um, guarantee rates for both of us and then make sure they adjoin? No, they're never, they're never going to guarantee that. So, Ooh. Yeah, so you could be, I mean, on deck, one of you could be on deck 10 and one of you guys could be on deck 2. So don't, um, I've heard of it working out a couple times, but I've also had many people that end up unhappy because... They're pretty far away. Like, turns out they do want to be. If they're traveling with them for a reason, they do want to be near them. They're like, oh, I don't think I need to be by them. You know, I'll take the cheapest room. No, they they actually thought, they didn't think that through. Yeah. They didn't realize how far apart they could be. Oh, ships are big. Yeah. You can be a long ways apart. And depending on what hallway and various things. Yeah. And like, so balconies aren't all created equal. There are some balconies that might have some white walls and things like that. Does that come into play too on these guarantees? Yeah. So, I mean, yes, you booked a balcony, but there may be a percentage, um, a obstructed view percentage um, that you are not going to find out about till obviously you get that stateroom number. It doesn't mean you're going to have a clear, you know, view of the ocean because like on Disney Cruise Line, there are several categories of balcony. So. Right. Yeah, and same thing with Ocean View. Um, like Royal Caribbean and actually Royal Caribbean's balcon- balconies too, there are lots of different ways that you could have something in, like a, a lifeboat could be in your way. Mm. And so if you booked an Ocean View or a balcony, you, you're thinking, oh, well, at least I'll have the view of the ocean. Not necessarily. It's almost like if you're at an all-inclusive, 
this is the analogy I give, when they say ocean view, they mean you can stick your head out the deck or the window and you can squint to see the ocean. That's what they mean by ocean view. It doesn't mean you're going to be up close and personal front with the, with the ocean. So same thing on a cruise line if you're not actually booking the category you want. What if I have a room that type that I really like that are very specific? This probably isn't for me either. Like, I want to say in the central aft of the ship, like, do those often fall to this? Or is that something I need to, like, not think about this? If you want one, like, off the back of the ship, usually those are going to book up pretty fast. So they're usually not going to be open unless someone cancels last minute. And then you could get lucky. So a lot of flip of the coin bounce of the ball type of luck here yeah so if you i mean if you need a midship room because you and a um midship room and like a midship deck you are going to want to book that like so say you have um motion sickness and so you really want that midship room you're going to need to actually book it and pay for that that category is this why you don't do this very often for me yes that is why doug does not sail in an ocean view guarantee I mean, I've stayed aft and forward, but there is a difference, right? To it, midship. Yeah, but you're you also wearing a patch. Oh, I. Lots of people don't wear a patch, and they might not know that they are ocean. Yeah. Or motion sickness. Play it safe, folks. Yeah. Medicate. Anyway, um, any parting thoughts on guarantees? Like anything else that you think is important to know when you're deciding whether or not to pull the trigger on this? You usually can't upgrade later. So if you are in a gate guarantee room category, you usually can't upgrade later. So say you book the cheapest one because that's what you can afford at that time. You usually cannot upgrade to, if you were an inside room, upgrade to an ocean view or upgrade to a balcony. Now, there is obviously when you're checking in in person for the cruise, once you get there, you should still do online check-in. This is, has nothing to do with that. Once you get there, you check in at the cruise port. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You can ask if there's any upgrades okay. available. So you still do that? Usually, but it also doesn't mean there's going to be anything there. Well, you pay the difference to upgrade it. Right. Port. So you're, yeah. if you did a guarantee and save money, your difference is going to be bigger than... Yeah, but I mean, if you booked a guarantee, what's, what's it hurting to ask... See if there's any upgrades. Because lots of times the upgrades are at a lower cost than what you would have booked. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. it's a last minute. They're trying to fill. Yeah. So they'd rather squeeze up. some money out of you. Right. Yeah. Than and let it go completely unused. Yeah. They're like a juicer. They're squeezing it all out. They're going to get the orange. Yeah. And your money's going to trickle down. So yeah, they, they'll squeeze any money out at the port they can to upgrade everybody. Yeah. Um, we should do a better job of asking about that. Oh, but we're doing two rooms, two rooms so it's so... almost impossible. Yeah. Next yeah. time we go without the kids, yeah. we're asking in the terminal. So both Royal Caribbean and Norwegian have like a, well, Royal Caribbean's is called Royal Up. So you can, you can, I like um, it. so Royal say you up. book a regular category, not a guarantee, regular category like you would on a regular cruise. You sometimes will get a an email that is about upgrading to see if you want to bid to see if you can get into a different category. This is almost like a guarantee as well because you do not get to pick your state. You don't get to pick your state room. You don't get to pick the location of it. But you're, you're bidding to move you up. You are bidding to move up to a certain category. It'll tell you like the minimum bid and then you can put in more to maybe try to, you know, get you the the category um but you have no control where it is and then if your bid's accepted you don't get a refund 
They charge Oof. your card right then and there. Oof. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of a guaranteed thing, how too, close with the gamble. To, how close to sailing does the Royal Up uh, usually happen? Varies? It varies, yeah. It's pretty close. Within a month? Within two months? It's not like two years out, though. Oh, no, no. They're no. still trying to stealth state rooms. No, this yeah, is they're gonna they, they're gonna go till the very end. This is when they know what their availability is, and they're trying to yeah. plug people in, get the most out of every room they can, because they'd rather have empty inside state rooms than verandas. Yeah, right. That's the general thought. Yeah. Process. One one kind of cool thing to think about. So, say you get on a celebrity cruise or Royal Caribbean cruise, and you do the guarantee for a suite. Okay. Mm-hmm. As long as you're happy with that price you are, you know, you're guaranteed a pretty good room. So... Yeah, those aren't going to be... Those aren't going to be bad at all. Across from the laundry room. No. Or um, over the theater. I mean... They could be under the Lido deck, the word we learned earlier today. Sure. But World Caribbean is not like Disney. Well, it's almost like the magic where they kind of put rooms here and there. So it's not like they're all in one area. True. Like the Haven on, on Norwegian. But... So you, you could still get put in some weird places. Like if you can't be aft and you want to do try to get us um, an aqua theater balcony. Well, that's not going to work. No. It's so only you got to think about that. But but anyway, I just thought I'd mention that about the roiling up. I haven't seen as many because cruise line are, cruises are in very high demand right now. So um, there's also not as many. There's still discounts going on, but they're not like discounting the existing inventory or making this the, the cruise lower in cost mainly the promotions are in my opinion what they're doing is kind of raising the price and then they're putting a percentage down just so it can look like a sale jc penny style yeah like norwegian and like 35 percent off they've been saying every guest right royal caribbean they have random sales but there's usually always going to be a sale but it doesn't necessarily mean that your cruise is going to go down since this the up the restart and this last I would say 12 months of cruising yeah. has been really, really furious. People really want to sail. Right. The guarantee rooms and the Royal Up and the upgrading at the port in 2022 and late 21 was like the Wild West. Like you could go upgrade to some of the best rooms on the ship for pennies on the dollar. That is no more. That ship has sailed. Pun intended. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 I think the person that misses that most, Michelle, is Joe from Back to the Mouse. (laughs) Yes, he did that a lot. He upgraded at port during those COVID days like a crazy guy. He enjoyed it. So I think um, that's a pretty good synopsis of guaranteed rooms, Michelle. Uh, We even talked about the category codes, which I find (laughs) entertaining. I mean, they're not, they're not they're not too crazy, right? The W one, it's only because it's Z Y X W yeah W X Y Z, you know, like that's why it's there. But yeah. that's but then, the most weird one, I think. But Disney doing the GT guarantee is not two words, right? But they didn't want it confused with the GTY, which is a what again? It's usually a subset. No one cares. No one cares what a within. GTY is. Yes, they do. <laughs> Because, because here's the deal. Because this is also like when you go to say, let's say Holland America, okay? Mm-hmm. And you, you are booking, and it's like, do you want to choose the room yourself? Yeah, I do. Then it's going to be more expensive. If you don't want to choose the room, that's the guarantee. Got okay. It. So. 
There you go. There's, there's I that. think you mentioning the codes of the categories of staterooms is on par with when I talk about gross tonnage. No, because... I think it is. No, because no one cares about gross tonnage. No. We're going to find These, out this week. This is going to change Folks, the price of their cruise. Where the gross tonnage does their, it? No. The gross tonnage they changes have, the experience of the ship. They... <laughs> no, nope. So okay, are we done now? Is that all I mean, we have? I feel like it gives a fairly confusing <laughs> synopsis of guarantee rooms. I mean, uh, just use a travel agent, and yeah. they can they can you know navigate navigate you out. Basically, with that, everything being paid and locked in, it gets some people. Yeah, they're not. I mean, if you're a regular aware. cruiser and you know what you're doing. Great. But you know what? Even my regular cruisers, and I don't, Josh, if you're listening, even my regular cruisers, I will still ask, hey, this is non-refundable. Are you okay with this? And he's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, I know you know, but I still need to ask to make sure you know. So you I'm go. still going to double check, You're even though I know what's it. going on. All right. There we go. I think that's it for this week, right? I hope so, because I've confused Doug. <sighs> my head hurts now. I don't know. I don't know. This is... We, that's why she's in charge of me. Okay, so, well, this has been another fun episode of Rope Drop on Deck. Remember to reach out to us on social media. You can find us at Rope Drop on Deck on all the things except TikTok still. TikTok. We still fail at TikTok. And for those of you that have made it to the end of this show, uh, if you want a magnet, send me your address in one of the social media things and if you receive your magnet, let me know. Because when I first mailed the first batch, I put them in envelopes and I threw them in the mailbox and they all stuck to the mailbox. And then I got them into the mailbox thinking like, oh, I should have like pulled them out, taken them home and done something different. So I'm not sure if everyone's gotten their magnets, Michelle. And this is like if you asked like a week or two ago. Right, a couple this weeks ago. This is not ago. like within this week. So then I started putting them in my card stock around them. So I don't know if they're too heavy and the post office being really slow at saying like return to sender. But most people have gotten them. I, mean, I think so. We've heard from some. We've heard from a few. I'm still worried there's a magnet stuck to the inside of a mailbox somewhere. In Plattsmouth, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Which so. is unfortunate because we don't know if they can um, get it off. And there might be a little delay if you request your magnet after listening to this show. You're not going to get it real lickety split because i got to order more magnets. That's a good problem. Yeah. I'm very excited about how many people ask for magnets. It made me happy. I was worried, like, <laughs> no one's even going to listen to the end of a show. No. And then people started messaging. And you said this was the end of the Rope Drop on Deck episode, and we're still talking. That's because we're finally talking about magnets. <laughs> it's my, You know, I'm in charge of, like... Three things when we cruise. I'm in charge of the passports, the electronics, and the magnets. That's it. That's this all is I'm... true. The magnets are very important. They are very important. So ask for a magnet if you've already asked and you haven't gotten it yet. Let me know because it might be stuck in a mailbox. So anyway, for and if you want uh, to book a trip with Michelle, email her at michelle.com. No. Nope. <laughs> at Michelle at touringplans.com. That's Michelle at touringplans.com. There's two L's, two E's. Michelle. All right. So for Doug and Michelle, this has been another Rope Drop on Deck.